Good morning, church. Today is March 7th. This is the third Sunday of Lent. Um, before we get started, I'd just like to uh, open in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for another time to worship you. Father, to uh, learn about your word, to dive in and to see what we have, uh, what we can learn from today. Father, help us to uh, refresh our memory, or our minds, and apply it to our lives again, if we uh, have forgotten. Father, if it's something new today, Lord, help us to apply that today as well. Lord, we thank you for all your many blessings, and Father, I pray for those that are uh, sick right now, or homeless, or hurting, Father, or depressed. Lord, I pray that you will be with them as well. Father, whatever the need of your people today, Lord, I just ask you to meet it, and I pray that you will meet it in your will and in your timing, Father, not ours, but yours. Lord, you are so good to us, and Lord, I thank you for that goodness and mercy and love, and I ask this all in Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture reading today um, is the same as it has been for the past few weeks. Um, it is uh, Galatians 5, chapter 5, verses 22 to 24 I'll be reading. And I'll be reading out of the New American Standard uh, Bible. Again, it's Galatians 5, 22 to 24. And the Word of God says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucify the flesh with its passion and desires. Amen. So today, being the third Sunday of Lent, normally with Lent, we are preaching and talking about giving up something or some things. But this year, we're doing it a little bit different. We're, this year, we are looking at the fruit of the Spirit. Notice, uh, this is not the fruit of Captain Mike or Captain Angie or whoever, etc. This is the fruit of the Spirit. We can only have each of these in our life if we have the Holy Spirit in our life. In our own strength and power, we can have these traits or seem to have them, but not truly living them out day in and day out without the Holy Spirit. We must have the Holy Spirit in our lives. This year, we want you and I, each of us, to look at God's character. Look at how God wants us to live. Jesus lived with each of these traits. The question is, do you, do I? That is the question I want you to think about through this sermon series. This week, we are focusing on goodness. When I think of this topic, 
I think of how good God is. We're going to play a song in a minute here. And it is called, You Are Good. It talks about who God is. And He is good. Please sing with us. Amen. God is good. He is so good and faithful. Uh, as I said, uh, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing in times of trouble and, and uh, times of hurt and pain, um, I know that there are so many of us that in these days things have happened in our lives that we want to question or we want to look at and say God where are you or uh, what have you been up to father um, why have you let these things happen but today after today I hope that you will look to God's goodness and remember that each and every day no matter what you're facing and to remember God is good all the time and all the time God is good And that, uh, that is a saying that I've learned since being in the Army. Uh, when we were in Toledo, we uh, went over to the house, to the, a the house, the ARC, the Adult Rehabilitation Center, and we worshipped with them a few times, and it was such a blessing. And that is uh, one saying that they all like to say, is that uh, God is good all the time. And everyone responds back with, all the time, God is good. Um, and as I said, no matter what you're facing, sometimes we forget. Because we're human, we forget to look at God's goodness and to remember what all God has done for each of us. And I hope today will be a reminder that we each need to look at God's goodness. In Exodus 18.9, it says, And Jethro rejoiced over all the goodness which the Lord had done for Israel in rescuing them from the hand of the Egyptians. Once again, that was Exodus 18, verse 9. Those that like to follow along. God looks at the big picture of our lives, not just the minute where we might be facing a hard time. Hard times can happen so that we draw closer to God, so that we can depend on His goodness. Do you choose to look at the hard times and think, where are you, God? Or, what are you doing? Or, some of us might say, what are you not doing, God? Or, do you choose, like Jethro in this verse, or do you choose, as Jethro says, do you choose to look at the goodness of God, to remember His love, His mercy, His healing, 
his faithfulness, her, his pro, pro, providence, and the list could go on and on and on. Because God is good all the time and all the time God is good. There is a song uh, that I like. Um, you probably heard part of it in the uh, beginning, and you'll hear it probably in the end. There's a 30-second clip um, in today's uh, 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 title um, of our sermon. And it's uh, a song called Good, Good Father by Chris Tomlin. I like, I love that song. Um and it's important because as the Egyptians, as, as, as the Egyptians, I'm sorry, as the Israelites, as the Israelites and as, as we read in Exodus, uh, Jethro and many, many more people in the Bible, they would look back and they'd remember God's goodness, their fa- Heavenly Father's goodness. The verse says, the first verse of the song, Good Good Father, says, Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. And you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. And the chorus says, You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. So do you catch that in the verse, in the chorus of the song here? You're a good, good father. And it repeats and says, because anything that is important repeats, it's who you are. We need to remember who our Heavenly Father is. He is our good, good Father. And it's equally important to remember who God is. It's important that we remember who we are. And in this song it says, I'm loved by you. By our Heavenly Father, we are loved. As I said, when we go through our hard times or in our times when we're sick or not feeling well, we're not alone. God's right there with us. And he wants us to remember his goodness. And that he loves us. As we've uh, heard in this verse, and we would try to remember today and every day that one of God's character, one of God's character is goodness. He calls us to have that same character. Do you have the character of goodness? Do you have that fruit of the Spirit that we're talking about today of goodness? Romans uh, chapter 15 verses 13 through 14 says, Now may the God of hope fill you 
with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And concerning you, my brothers and sisters, I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able also to admonish one of another. And that's in the uh, New American Standard Bible. We are called and equipped to have the character of God. It is only through the Holy Spirit that we can have these characters, such as goodness. I know that uh, many of you have probably heard this uh, story that I want to share with you now. It's a familiar story. It's a story that is found here in um, Luke. Found in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. It's about a man. It's called... um, the Good Samaritan. We're going to pick up in uh, on verse 25 here. It says, And behold, a lawyer stood up and put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit the eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How does it read to you? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. And you're to love your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, and you, and he said to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And here is the uh, important meaning that we need to catch. Jesus replied and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he encountered robbers. They stripped him and beat him. And went away, leaving him half dead. And by coincidence, a priest was going down the road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, who was on a journey, came upon him. And when he saw him, he felt compassion and came came to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. And he put him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, he took out two denera and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, 
And whatever more you spend, when I return, I will repay you. Which of these three do you think provided, proved to be the neighbor to the man who fell into the robber's hands? And he said, the one who showed compassion to him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do the same. As we see, it is more than just knowing what you should do, but is living out the character of God, doing what is right. How would you fit into this story? Remember, God already knows that answer. So I want you to take time to search your own heart and to see who you would be in this story. Let's look back at who the different people in the story was. It was the man that was uh, on a journey from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he met robbers. So there's the man, and there's the robbers. Next, we will see three people, a priest, a Levite, and a Samaritan. And we can... We've seen in the story what each of these people did. Now let me stop right there. A priest. When we think of today's priest, we think of what they do. We think of a priest that will bring the word of God to his people. They're the ones that help lead us in a life that God uh, wants us to live. Then we think of the, the Levite. Well, the Levites were a member of the Hebrew priestly tribe of Levi. They were the more high priest. Those that, and, and these were the ones that enforced, that made the laws, that made sure that everyone was uh, following and doing what they were supposed to be. And then there was a Samaritan. A person from Samaria, or what I like to look at as, in this uh, texture, uh, text here, a foreigner. So he wasn't from the land. And just to give you a little background, um, those that were from Jerusalem, those that were not of the same kind, if they weren't from the same place, they didn't like to have anything to do with Samaritans. Because they were a lower status of life. They were, they were different. They weren't the same. So now that you know about each of these three people, who are you in this story? God calls us to show goodness to all people. There is no division. There is no difference in God's eyes. We are all children of God. We must show goodness, love, and mercy to everyone. Goodness is one of God's characters. Is it one of yours? That is the question today. Do you 
show goodness to everyone, to your neighbor, as the Bible says. We can't do it on our own. We can try, but we we will fail. But I want you to know today that if you ask God to help you, if you ask him to forgive you of your sins, if you ask the Holy Spirit to live in your life and to empower you with his spirit, then it is possible to have these characters of God, these fruits of the spirit. And the one that we've talked about today, goodness, we can be good. You know, when I look up the definition of goodness, it is the state quality of being and doing good. You know, when I when I've studied for this, I, I read in a uh, commentary that goodness, God's goodness, equals godliness. So if I think of that, I think of holiness and sanctification and what Christians are called today to be. And as I said, it is a character. It's a it's more than just it's good, it tastes good, it's it is good. It's you living out being good. God is good, therefore he calls us to be good. Just as the Bible says God is holy, so he calls us to be holy. Each of his characters, each of the fruit of the Spirit, he calls us to do that. But as I said, he calls us, he will equip us. In hard times, in easy times, no matter what you're facing, remember the two things today that you've learned. That God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And secondly, that God has equipped us and told us in his word to be like him to be imitators of jesus to be christians to have the characters of god and to have goodness today i'd like to close in a word of prayer please bow your heads with me father help us to show goodness to everyone Help us to remember that you are good all the time and all the time you are good. No matter what we are facing, we must look at your goodness, not our situation. And finally, Lord, remember to show goodness to others as God has called us to do. Father, thank you for helping us when we were unworthy of your goodness. Father, we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us, and I look forward to uh, seeing you next week. Thank you, and God bless.